0: Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills.
1: There's a big learning curve with
0: welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact.
1: The following podcast is a
0: Dear Media production. Hey guys, welcome back to We Met at Acme and Merry Christmas to those who celebrate... What a fun holiday. As a Jew, I always was so jealous of people who celebrate Christmas because of all the amazing, like gorgeous lights and trees and gifts. And it's just such a fun holiday. So if you celebrate, I am, you know, wishing I was there. Invite me next time. And today is my version of a Christmas gift, which is an episode that has been long in the making, the rules for relationships. I knew when this episode came to be that even though I had done the rules episode, you know, for dating by myself, I was like, you know what? I really want to tap into someone who really knows what they're talking about, someone who's been married and someone who, I don't know, maybe created the rules. And so today we have Sherry Schneider, who is an amazing woman and her and a woman named Ellen fine were the original writers of the book called the rules, which came out in 1995. And Sherry has actually been on the podcast before when I think it was like August, 2020 or something like that. If you want to go back and listen to her original episode, it was illuminating. And I was like, you know what? She's got so much wisdom there are some things we disagree with. So I wanted to bring Sherry on. So that's what today's episode is. Before we get into it, I know that it's the holidays and I just wanted to, you know, talk about some things that need to be talked about. Like if you're feeling alone, which is a very normal feeling. And I can't tell you how many New Year's Eves I spent with my parents And thank God for my parents for spending it with me, but it was lonely. And it's, there's such like a hype that people create for no reason about like, Oh, are you going to have a new year's kiss? Or like, what are your plans for new year's? Which party are you going to? And the truth is these parties, they charge you like $300. You get what, like an open bar and like whatever. And they're just not that fun, especially in cities. Like if you're on like a tropical Island, like, yeah, go to the party. But if you're in a city, there's just no point. There's no point. Like they price gouge you. Like you go to this club or bar or whatever, and everyone's just like, this sucks. So the best thing to do if you are in a city and you don't have new year's plans is to just hang out with your friends At someone's apartment. If you're alone, just hang out with yourself. Watch the ball drop. Write some intentions for the year. Whatever it is that makes you feel zen, makes you feel like you've indulged yourself. Order your favorite meal. Maybe, you know, get a massage. Get your hair and makeup done. Take some Instagram photos in your apartment. Like, whatever it is that makes you feel happy, do some charity work, whatever. Volunteer. Like don't feel like you have to go to this like cool big party and take that Instagram. Like you don't. And you're probably having a lot more fun than it looks like people are having on social media. So I hope that makes you feel like you have more context about New Year's Eve and what it's really like. Um, Also, today is Christmas and a lot of people are spending today with their families. So I wanted to give a note Someone had written in saying like, how do I deal with annoying boyfriends and girlfriends of my siblings or my cousins, especially during the holidays? Here's the thing. You might be annoyed with them, but they might be uncomfortable too. It's definitely a holiday where you have to have grace for the other person because most people, me especially, do not like these holiday gatherings with the kind of relatives that you don't really know that you have to make small talk about and this and that. And like, I can't tell you how many people come up to me or came up to me on, on Thanksgiving and were are like, so when are you guys getting pregnant? When are you starting a family? You pregnant yet? Like it is so fucking annoying. So I get it. Like you're totally valid in your feelings and people suck, but ultimately they might be uncomfortable too. And that's what they're saying because they think that that's what they're supposed to say at a social gathering. Like nobody is perfect and try not to just label someone's intentions when you don't know why they're saying what they're saying and just smile and nod and go talk to someone that you actually like talking to And talk to them like the whole night because then you won't have to talk to other people, which is really nice. Okay. And this is the last thing I'm going to talk about because I really, really want you to hear Sherry. Somebody asked what a script could look like for turning down someone in person, like at a work event or wedding, like some somewhere where they know you're single and you're not interested And this can be really awkward, especially at your holiday parties especially when it's someone that you work with. Um, So my script would look like this. I would be like, oh my God, I'm so flattered. You know, like, especially if we work together, you know, I'd be like, I'm so flattered. You know, I'm not looking to date someone in the workplace, but totally, you know, want you to know that I'm really flattered and appreciate it. Oh, that's so Libra. Hold on. Let me try that again. I would be like, Because I think at the end of the day, you want them to know that like, you're not interested regardless of work. Like what if they're like, oh, what if I get a new job? You know what I mean? So I think you just say, hey, I'm really flattered, but I'm not interested, but really, really appreciate you. I know how much confidence it takes to shoot your shot. And I respect you a lot for that. Can you say that? Like if you could actually say that, that would be amazing. Realistically, I get so scared in those types of situations to turn someone down because I just don't want to hurt their feelings. I'd probably be like, Oh, that's so sweet. I'm so flattered. I just started seeing someone. So I want to see where it goes. I am so bad at being honest when it comes to being hit on unless obviously I'm in a relationship or married. But when I was single, it was really hard for me. I think that's because like we all just really want to be liked, but that's on me. And that's a problem I need to deal with in therapy. I also wanted to kind of give you guys an overview of the quote unquote rules for marriage before you hear this episode, because we did touch upon them a lot. Um, And I just wanted you to kind of hear most of them, even though I do encourage you to get the book if you're curious. So relax during the engagement and wedding, continue to be a creature unlike any other, Keep up your looks, but don't go crazy. We talked about this in the episode. You'll see. Keep up your own interests. Have a life. Lower your expectations in the first year. Be a team. Give him 15 minutes alone when he comes home. Don't worry. We talked about that. Be supportive. Let him win. Accept that some things are none of your business. Of course, we talked about that one. Try not to call him too much at work. Rarely return his gifts. Don't expect a lot of sympathy from your husband. Say what you mean, but don't say it meanly don't use the D word divorce. Don't scream, speak softly. To compare is to despair. Don't compare him with other husbands. Don't ask your single friends for marital advice. Have a quote unquote family dinner at least once a week. Don't force him to talk. Don't hang on his every word. Do things that you don't want to do. He can say anything about his family, but you can't. Make him feel like he's the most important person in your life. Listen to his advice and try to appreciate it. Don't try to do it all. Have a date night. Don't complain about the kids. Keep it to yourself. Don't expect applause for doing chores. Don't nag. Don't find fault with things you knew about when you married them. It's easier to stay married than to get married. Don't go changing or try too hard. Don't think marriage counseling is the answer. Of course, we talk about this. Realize your marriage is over if he cheats even once divorce with dignity and date asap after your divorce. So those are that's the overview of the rules for marriage. Keep in mind I'm reading from a book. These aren't rules that I'm telling you to follow. And with that, I'm really excited for you to hear Sherry's take in her own words. Merry Christmas. I hope this episode is as important to you as it was to me and I'm so grateful that we were able to make it. I hope you enjoy Hey, guys. Welcome back to We Met at Acme. I'm so excited to be back and in person with co-author of The Rules and the Rules for Marriage, Sherry Schneider. Hi. Hi, Lindsay. This thank is, you so much. Of course. Thank you for being here. I There's so much that I feel like we need to cover in this hour. I don't even know where to start. But I guess just tell a little bit, tell us a little bit about you and who you are and why you wrote these books for people who might have missed our first episode.
1: Okay, so Ellen Fine, my co-author and I have been best friends for, I guess, thirty-five years, and we lived in the city. And she got, she was married, I was single, and I wanted to get married. I always wanted to get married, like since I was a child. <laughs> just like career, this that friends. I've, I still want to get married. So we would talk, and she told me that there were these rules that her friend in high school told her about, and you just had to play hard to get. That was basically it. And I kind of knew that was true because I have two older brothers. And so I just followed it. And sometimes I broke them because I thought this is stupid. I went to college, you know, and when I went to her apartment, I would say, can I just wear your ring for the hour that we're talking? And and then, then once I almost forgot to give it back because Sherry, I want my ring back. Yeah. I was so obsessed with getting married, even though I had a good career, even though I had an apartment, even though I had friends. So basically, the premise of the rules is that men and women are different. And in the 70s and 80s, women were getting very successful, as we should, with our careers becoming lawyers doctors MBAs and we thought that feminism which we're all for it equated to being the same as a man so a man can call me I could call him I could ask him out I could just do anything a man does and it's not true Mm -hmm. sorry to burst the bubble girls but it's not true you can't operate like a man right and not get hurt Mm -hmm.
0: and I think we definitely went into this the first time we recorded but like why is it not true? Is is it because like when? What's the phrase? It's like when you drop a fish on a man's door, like when you drop whatever the yeah. hunt is. Men love
1: to hunt, but totally. if you put a deer on their door mm-hmm. on their doorstep, they're like not interested because men love a challenge. Yeah, they get bored easily and they like sports and bungee. I don't know about you. I don't like bungee jumping. It's like no. And I tolerate sports like I'll Mm -hmm. watch it because my husband is watching it. So naturally, women are like I wanted to get married when I was five. I was drawing wedding dresses. My husband was hitting like a ball against a wall. Sure. We're just biologically different, Mm -hmm. you know. And yeah, there are some men that are more feminine and there are some women that are more masculine. But overall, generally speaking, men are hunters and women are like gatherers. Sure.
0: And And you can't mm -hmm.
1: go against that without getting hurt.
0: Yeah. And so on the note of there are some men that are more feminine, let's say, would the rule still work for that type of yes. man? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The shy guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, It, it does. hmm. OK, interesting. So basically what I want to talk about the most is I've talked about the rules for dating over and over and over again. Now you've got the guy you've are you're in the relationship. Yeah. What are the rules for being in a relationship? And I took some notes from your book, The Rules for Marriage, because I believe that some can be applied to relationships as well. And so we'll go over that, but I want to hear what you have to say first about like if there are any general or top three types yeah. of rules for relationships.
1: Okay. Well, first of all, let me start by saying that most women are completely unprepared to be married. When I grew up, I mean, I'm 63. My mother never said anything about how to be a wife. Mm. She, never, she just said, go to college, get a job. We're not paying for anything anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah. And when I ask clients, because we do consultations, I always say to them, what did your parents teach you about dating? Nothing. They said, go to college, get a job, get your own apartment. It's like that. Or maybe they're afraid to talk about dating because they don't know what the answers are.
0: Right. Because they feel right. like everything's
1: different and crazy and, t- and technology. And But the truth is, women call us after they get married and they have no idea what to do. Mm. Do I call him? Do I sit initiate sex? Do I leave him alone? Do I like they have no idea. And so we wrote we wrote it all down because we do know what to do. I love it. And what is the difference between being in a relationship
0: or having a fiance and being married? Like why were they calling once they were married? What about before that? Like how did right. they not know what to be
1: doing up to that point or are there like husband privileges? as, you know. yes. Well, when you're dating a guy, you're hard to get. You don't Mm -hmm. call. You don't ask him out. You don't suggest. You don't travel. You don't move in. You know, like, it's okay to move in if you're going to have a wedding date, whatever. But when you're married, it's all about being easy to be with. You don't have to be hard to get. Like, (laughs) you can call him if, the you know, there's a flood in the bathroom or something. But I'm saying, you're not hard to get. Like, he got you. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But you need to be easy to be with. So it's like, Don't act surprised when he does things that you knew about that annoy you. Right. Like, let's say we have some clients, they're married to workaholics Mm -hmm. and they call up and they say, he's never home. And I go, is this a surprise? Did you not know it when you were dating a workaholic? So they act completely shocked. Like he should suddenly come home at five o'clock, even though he always came home at 11 because he was at the hedge fund place. Yeah. So this kind of like, accept him, you know, mm -hmm. don't try to change him. And that's one of the rules I really like when it comes to the rules of marriage.
0: I am finally getting out of the cold tomorrow and heading to meet my family in Florida and I could not be happier, but I can't go anywhere without my travel packs of athletic greens because if I did, I wouldn't be regular. I wouldn't be feeling good every day. Every morning when I wake up, I drink my athletic greens. It's just my routine at this point. I take a scoop of athletic greens, a little bit of water into my glass, some ice, use a reusable straw. I'm like doing the motion, but you can't see. And then I drink it and it's amazing. And with one scoop of athletic greens, I'm absorbing 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole foods, or superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help start my day. Right. It's really amazing. It's great that they have these travel packs that you can take on vacation with you. It was created when the founder experienced a ton of gut health issues and ended up on a complicated supplement routine to recover. It cost them $100 a day to do so. He created Athletic Greens after experiencing how difficult it was to create an optimal nutrition routine on your own. There's a reason that everybody loves Athletic Greens. Truly, you need to try it for yourself. It costs you less than $3 a day and you're investing in your health and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit. Going into the new year, start your year with Athletic Greens. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially heading into 2023 just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com Acme. Again, that's athleticgreens.com Acme to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. And so that they know we sent you it's Christmas time, which means lots of gifts if you celebrate. And if you don't celebrate or if you're not giving a gift, you should be giving yourself a gift. The gift of self-care. Self-care should always be top of mind. In between, you know, working out and doing this and doing that, how often do you need to be taking care of all of your needs? And the answer is as often as possible. You should be enjoying yourself, you know, pleasuring yourself, giving yourself an orgasm because it just makes you happier. It actually relieves period cramps. It makes you sleep better. And you can do that with Dipsy. Dipsy is an app full of hundreds of short, sexy audio stories designed for women by women. And it's amazing. Let me tell you, I have upped my baths recently because of Dipsy's stories. They bring scenarios to life with immersive soundscapes and realistic characters. You can find stories about an intriguing coworker with an Australian accent or hooking up with a hot yoga instructor or your trainer, whatever it is that you're into. It's amazing. And it's also radically inclusive. Dipsy has stories for all kinds of people, straight and queer listeners and 56% of their stories are voice acted by people of color They also have sleep stories, wellness sessions, and sexy stories that you can read. Let Dipsy be your go-to place to spice up your me time, explore your fantasies, relax and unwind, or heat things up with a partner. For listeners of the show, we are giving you the gift of Dipsy and offering an extended 30-day free trial when you go to DipsyStories.com slash Acme. That's 30 days of full access for free when you go to D-I-P-S-E-A slash Acme. That's DipsyStories.com slash Acme. But before we get into like hardcore marriage rules... There has to be, I feel like, but maybe I'm wrong and you tell me, an in-between between between rules for dating, courtship, then there's rules for you're in the relationship at this point, right? You don't have the Mm -hmm. ring necessarily, but you're in a relationship. Mm -hmm. And then rules for marriage. So while we're in this in a relationship, in-between. And how old is the person that we're talking about? Let's
1: say 30. Okay. So I believe personally, and having done this for 25 plus years... You should do the rules as strictly as you can from the minute you meet him until he proposes. Mm -hmm. Like there's a little bit of graduating to different steps, but like the first month, it's once a week. The second month, it's twice a week. Mm -hmm. And the third through the through the ring is three times a week, like never exceed three. We have clients. They start seeing a guy once or twice a week. And then suddenly it's like seven or five to seven. And the guy is like screaming for space. Hmm. and it's just like you can't do that to a guy. He just doesn't want that much of you. Yeah. Even if he loves you, he doesn't want to see you that much. Mm-hmm. So I I believe that you should be as hard to get as you can. You know, keep your friends, keep your hobbies, do all, do everything you did before you met him because yeah. that's who you are. Right. And I say, and I'm sure this
0: is a derivative of something I've read from you, I say let them be the one to define the relationship. Yes. Let them be the one to say I love you first. Definitely. I like those things. Definitely. For sure.
1: Because that's the only way you'll feel secure. Because mm-hmm. if it was your idea to be exclusive, then you'll never know if he was going to suggest it. And then you'll always be a little bit uneasy.
0: Yeah. But I think we differ on the moving in together before okay. engagement, because I think that that is crucial. Okay. Where is like, what is the reasoning behind not moving in together before the ring?
1: Well, we've we've compromised a little bit on that because it was like an old idea. Mm-hmm. You you move in after the ring and the wedding date. But now we do see couples. This this is the thing. If he's talking marriage and right. ring, then you can move in. But if he's like, well, let's let's see how it goes. Right. And trial. I have no idea. Mm-hmm. Like you're not a car that he's test driving. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But honestly, I didn't move in until even after we got married because I was selling my apartment in the city. So he was like calling me every day like, have you sold it yet? Have you sold it? Because like we were married. Like, what do you, yeah. you know? So it was even I did extra without even trying. Right. Because right. my feeling was because he did suggest living together. It was like so I didn't say this to him. but I said, no, I'm too old fashioned. But my feeling is you need to see me brush my teeth to know if you're going to marry. Like, what does he need to see that he hasn't seen on the three to five dates you're having? Yeah. Like, what what is
0: he seeing? Well, what if it's just, like, how you take care of a place and Uh how you take care of him in the place? And, like, for example, when my husband and I moved in together, for the first time, I, like, did our laundry together, right? Mm -hmm. And, like, some might say, don't do that until you're engaged. But that was something, as silly as it is, or, like, cooking for him, Mm -hmm. when I didn't really do that before. Mm -hmm. But now that we were living together, like having a, you know, whatever. Those kinds of things. But also, like, I feel like sex is different once Mm -hmm. you move in with somebody a Mm -hmm. little bit. Mm -hmm. Like, you have to make a more, like, concerted effort to do Mm -hmm. it Mm -hmm. as because it's, like, less, you know, exciting, Mm -hmm. like, going over to the other person's house. So I feel like all of those things are important to, like, see how they go. Not because, like, there's a trial, but see how they go because, like, we're going to be doing this possibly, hopefully, for the
1: rest of our lives. So what if you failed at laundry or failed at some chore that you were doing? Then what? I I don't know. You tell me. Well, I personally feel that those things are nice. The laundry, Mm -hmm. the scheduled sex, but not necessary. Right. My husband did not see me for more than like a a sleepover. Mm -hmm. You know, he did not. Right. So... The thing is, most women have like some kind of baggage or dysfunction or they call their friends for hours like I didn't want him to see that. I didn't want him to see stuff that would make him say, hey, let me think twice about this. It's like it was too late. Right, right. But it's to a woman's disadvantage to show all that stuff. Yeah. And I hear you. But what
0: if he loves that about you? You know what I'm saying? Like, who are we to say that that or like just to play devil's advocate? Let's let's say I'm a listener right now who's like. I I hate the rules. They're wrong. And that person's like, you're not being your true self. Mm -hmm. You're, and I'm sure you get this all the time, right? You're pretending to be who you're not in Mm -hmm. order to get this guy to marry you. And then what? When he realizes that you have
1: a two-hour phone call with your mother every morning for two hours, you know? Well, we feel we're being genuine. We're our best self. Right. Not some fake. I mean, I didn't lie about college. I didn't lie about, I didn't have a previous husband. Like, it was nothing... That I lied about. Yeah. But I didn't tell him like, you know, stuff that was not flattering. either. So, I mean, it doesn't prevent a guy from marrying you. If you want to live together, if you are on the same track of getting married, that's fine. Mm -hmm. And that is happening. So we're not going to stop it. Right. But it's not 100 percent necessary. Guys are marrying women all the time that have never lived with them.
0: Yeah. No, that's true. Especially like with religious. Yes. Religious people. Right. Okay, so I made some notes about some of these rules, which I feel like can be applied to relationships as Mm -hmm. well as marriage, obviously from your book. We talked about this, keep up your own interests, have a life, so important, so important. Tell me more about this. Keep up your looks, but don't go crazy.
1: Right, so we don't believe in like crazy plastic surgery, like all the Uh stuff you see on the housewives, like the divorce rate on the housewives is very high because their face keeps changing. Like they, they can't even... Recognize them anymore. Right. Guys don't like that. They want to be with an attractive woman, but they don't like all that obsession with self. They don't want you looking in the mirror all day long and calling plastic surgeons. Yeah.
0: So, that I will agree with because my husband is like, even when I get Botox, he's like, oh no, like I married this face. Like he doesn't get that it's, I'm preserving the face. But yeah, I think, I think, yeah, they want to be with the person that they married. So if what you're yeah. doing is maintaining that,
1: Line, right, they love exercise, they yeah. love healthy eating, mm-hmm. but they don't want plastic surgery and all the crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. This is more of a marriage thing, but I I
0: disagree with this, and I want to debate it with you. So one of the rules were lower your expectations in the first year. Right? Why ever lower your expectations in marriage
1: or in a relationship? Right? Well. I mean, what expectations are you talking about? Like that they'd be a millionaire or like what? What? No, I but, guess
0: just like the expectation expectation that like they'll be a great partner to you, like right. that they'll show up for you, that they'll yeah. be there when you need them to.
1: And if something were to happen, they would step it up with things like that. That's a, a normal expectation. And a rule's husband is like you can't get rid of them. I mean, mm-hmm. They're so involved. My right. husband is in so involved. Yeah. You know, he gave me a pep talk before. They tell Lindsay this, don't, don't you yeah. know, I mean, he's overly involved. And it's because I did the rules. He, you know, had to have me. He, You know, mm-hmm. he wants every minute of it. But expectations like we should be driving a Rolls Royce or we should have a house sure, like the like other the, couple. Mm-hmm. And we had a client. They went to the south of France for their honeymoon. And she was like, but my friend's suite was bigger than our suite. And I was like, that is a high expect that is like a non that's not okay. That's non-negotiable. Like you cannot tell men to make a million dollars more than they're making or whatever you think is normal. It's just not right.
0: Yeah. Especially when you're starting out. Like usually couples are young in the marriage time. It's like,
1: yeah. Yeah. And he is going to watch sports for five hours and you're going to think that's the dumbest thing. Like there's so many things around the house that could be done in those five hours. Right. Totally. But he will watch sports and you'll have to just. With it. So, what's your husband's take on the rules before we continue? I'm curious. Well, when I we were writing the book when I was dating him, and Mm -hmm. he said, What do you do? And I said, I'm a writer, and he didn't pursue it. And then when he proposed, he took me to his mother's house and he said, Tell us what you're writing. And I said, I'm writing a book about how to catch a guy. And his mother almost fell off her chair. She was like, We did that in the 50s. I can't believe you. And my husband was like shocked. And they put two and two together. That's why I never called him. That's why. yeah, but he was he's very proud. I mean, he he believes in it because mm-hmm. he dated women. He's very honest. Like he would go on dates and the girl would say, do you think this is going anywhere? And he said, no, never, ever going anywhere. And they continued to see him for like years with many women. He was shocked. Yeah. I was the only girl that. End the date after an hour, didn't talk that much. He he couldn't believe it. He had never he, every girl chewed his ear off. He was like he found it refreshing Mm -hmm. because he knew this was the way it should be, Mm -hmm. but he had never experienced it before. Yeah. But when you say didn't talk that much, like, let's elaborate on
0: that, because to me, if like I'm a woman dating men and I don't talk that much and I'm a man, I'm like, this girl's fucking boring. Like, Uh excuse my French, like this girl, like, is not saying anything interesting. Right. So does not talk that much mean, like, you just, like, agree with what he says and not say a no, lot? No, What does it mean exactly? It
1: means that you let him carry the conversation. Mm. In every area of a rules relationship, you want him to do most of the work. Therefore, he's finding the restaurant. Like, we get women that say, the guy says, tell me where to, we should go eat. Mm-hmm. Like, that's low effort. That's, like, lazy. Right. I'm not finding the restaurant. You find the restaurant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, my husband always called. He always picked the place. He always surprised me. He always drove to me. He Mm -hmm. lived in New Jersey, lived in the city. I never went there until we were engaged. And then in the conversation, especially like the first night, he carried it. Like I didn't have to fill in the silences. I didn't have to work. I was just like there. Right. But he knew I had a brain. It wasn't like I was brain dead or like, but he asked me questions and he kept like digging and trying to get stuff out of me. And Mm -hmm. he found that like, Fascinating. Yeah. And what about like some exceptions?
0: Because there are always exceptions. Like for example, I remember when my husband and I were first dating. I think it was like after our third date, we were walking. He was walking me home. And I had Nick's tickets for like the next week. Yeah. And like I had like casually mentioned it. And I I forgot exactly what I said, but it was something like, Oh yeah, like my friends probably don't want to go. Like if you wanna come. But it was because I had had the tickets. It wasn't like I went out, Mm -hmm. was like, oh, I want to ask him out. Because I didn't. I happened to have the tickets. No one else wanted them in my family. And I was like, oh, do you want to come? Like those kinds of natural things that happen that are not forced, that are not the woman
1: being like, oh, I'm nervous about how he feels about me. I'm going to ask him out again. Right. Well, there's a plan A and there's a plan B. So I would say that's plan B because that's I, if I had Nick's tickets. I would give them away rather than mention it to a new guy. Personally, I was on a very strict plan. I was 33. I was done with dating. I didn't ever want to date again. I didn't want to break another rule. I had broken different rules with different guys. I did move in with a guy. I did different things. And I was like, I was done. Mm. So with my husband, I didn't do anything. In fact, I had a job interview near his job. And I called Ellen and another friend. And she said, if you don't tell him about it, he'll marry you sooner. And I never told him I had a job interview right next to him. So then we were married and I said, oh, by the way, I had a job interview. And he goes, oh, how did it go? He never said, how come you didn't call me? We could have met for lunch. So it yeah. just shows you, what if I had said to him, I have a job interview near you and he doesn't take lunch or he didn't right. say let's meet. I would be devastated. Right. I didn't want to be devastated. I had been devastated. Right. You know? The risk of putting, yourself, risk of out putting there yourself out is there is so being scary. vulnerable. Yeah. So did he go to the Knicks with you? Or? Yeah, he did. Okay. And we had a great
0: time. Yeah.
1: And then he planned the next few But days. see, the other thing is, I don't know if he wants to be with me because of my Knicks tickets or because mm. of me. Mm. So rich girls or girls that have, you know, we tell women to hide stuff because when a guy finds out where you live or the cars you drive, sure. especially in Florida, they could easily date you for your stuff. You know, yeah. we don't want that. We want them to only get you, not anything else but you. Yeah, that's a really so good that's, point. Yeah, yeah, many of our clients are very wealthy mm-hmm. and they've got a be on the lowdown because you can get gold diggers. Right. Yeah. No, men are just as much gold diggers as,
0: as women. It's the holiday season, which means we're all getting all kinds of sick. And it can be really hard to find a doctor, especially a doctor that's available when you need them, that takes your insurance and is close to you, you know, like, why are we schlepping all the way uptown or downtown or to Queens or wherever for a doctor? Wouldn't it be nice if the doctor was right near us and took our insurance and all the things? If a doctor, if your doctor right now just doesn't care about you, like can recite every line from a movie, but can't even remember your name, it's time to get a new doctor with ZocDoc. ZocDoc makes it easy to find quality doctors that are in your network and in your neighborhood, plus with real verified patient reviews so you can find the right doctor for you one that actually remembers your name. ZocDoc is a free app that shows you doctors who are patient reviewed, take your insurance and are available when you need them. It's really amazing, especially during this season where you need a doctor for all kinds of reasons. My tooth fell out the other day and I needed a doctor immediately. So what did I do? I went on ZocDoc go to ZocDoc.com slash Acme and you can download the ZocDoc app for free. Then start your search for a top rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours, which is really amazing and crucial during this very busy time. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C.com slash Acme. ZocDoc.com slash Acme.
1: Well, hello, I'm Katie Maloney, and you probably know me from a little show called Banner Bomber Rolls. I've been labeled all kinds of
0: things, a bitch, a bully, and a mean girl. But there is so much more to a person than what you see on TV.
1: Tune in every Friday as I talk to some of my friends and castmates, celebrities, comedians, medical professionals, and maybe some political figures. And by the time we're done, you're going to love me.
0: Okay. And then this one, I was actually laughing about this with my husband and I need we need to talk this one out. This is a rules for marriage. Give him fifteen minutes alone when he comes home. This yeah. is the funniest thing I've ever heard because if I did this to my husband, like if he just walked in and I was like he would be like, What's going on? Are you mad at me? Like, why
1: aren't we talking? Well you could say how's your day was your day? So then what's but the just, fifteen minutes? We're alone? saying don't bombard them when they mm-hmm. get home. Like They get home, they want to open the mail, they want to get a soda, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Women have a tendency to like build up everything that happened in the day. The kids, the plumbing, and they just barrage the guy. I mean, I've even did that a couple of times. We were decorating the house and I was like rushing to the door to say, do you like this molding or that? Because I didn't even walk in the door. Like I because I was thinking about it all day. And it was like, this is what women do. But why can't you just shoot him a text during the day? Being well, like, there was no texting back then. But, right, right, but right. the thing is, we're much more. The reason we had to write the books is women and men are completely different about relationships. Women talk about relationships forever, for hours. You know what I mean? And men talk about sports and work. And it's not an exaggeration because like I've gone to dates. We've double dated with my husband's friends from childhood. And in the hour or two that we're having dinner, I have literally I asked the husband, how did you meet her? who spoke to who first, the whole thing that I would do in a consultation. My husband didn't know any of that. I would tell him on the way home, Doug, blah, blah. he said, I did not I didn't know. I said, you, you've you known him for like 30 years. Yeah, yeah. And we talked about sports. We talked about the Knicks, the Giants. Mm-hmm. The... I'm like, shut. I knew everything. I've known the most intimate details of his totally. best friend's life. And my husband, yeah. And when he, with his brother too, it's like they know nothing no, about each other. actually sad. Like I
0: remember my husband was out with a friend of his, who was dating this girl. She was like in our <sighs> group and then they broke up and he was getting dinner with him that night and I was like with a few other boys with a few other guys and I was like, find out why so-and-so and his girlfriend broke up. Like, I need to know. I'm dying to know. And he comes back from dinner and I'm like, so tell me. And he's like, oh, we didn't even talk about it. Like this Maybe guy I had gone through a crazy breakup. He had been dating the girl for years yeah. and he went to dinner with his friends like right after the breakup. It didn't come up. Like, can you imagine that happening yep, at a, t- yep, a girls' yep, dinner? Yeah. The entire dinner That'll would be that, an yeah. analysis yeah. of why they broke up, what happened, exact conversations that were had during the right. breakup. It it blew my mind. Okay, this is another one I very much disagree with, and I need I need to know why you think this. Except that some things are none of your business. Everything is my <laughs> business, Sherry. Everything. Everything.
1: Everything. Well, the thing is, some men don't want to talk about th- certain things. Like, like if what? you ask them something like their let's say their weight or how many drinks they had or I don't know, some business thing they don't want to go into financial stuff. I don't know. Not that they are cheating or I mean, you know, our deal breakers are cheating. Mm-hmm. Like if a guy has an affair or one night stand, whatever, it's over. Mm-hmm. You cannot go back from that. And if he steals your money, like you're, you're it's like he's siphoning money out of your account, like over. But everything else is like nonsense. Like what? He gained weight. He lost weight. He had two drinks. He had three drinks. What are you going to do? Call the police? Like, what are you going to do with that information that you have to have it?
0: Yeah, I guess. Well, just like to use the drink thing as an example, like obviously if he had like a drinking problem. You need to know. Right. Those yeah, it's a drinking problem. If he was like gambling with your money, like I'd hope that you knew those things. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. There are, I, I don't believe in being in the dark financially when right. it comes to, especially if you're a woman who works as well. Yes. Like you got to have finance stuff on the table yeah. conversations all the time. So that I feel like is, is stuff that you need to talk about. But also like, I don't love the idea of having any secrets. Like I recently was dealing with something that I didn't tell my husband the entire truth of, not because I was hiding anything, but because I was just like, something happened. It was like embarrassing. Like I didn't want to tell him. And he found out that I didn't tell him. And he was like really upset. And he was like, this is the first time I feel like you haven't told me something like the full truth of something. And if I would never be like the same with you, you know? Mm -hmm. So I feel like and maybe it's just like how we work or operate as a couple, but Mm -hmm. having like secrets, not like, you know, how many beers that you have, but like secrets is just can be unhealthy.
1: I agree. I mean, the thing is like when you have a rules husband, they're pretty much an open book. Mm-hmm. I mean, he tells me everything, like tells me I don't even want to hear like I, I got gas. I did that. I was like, it's fine. I don't need to know everything. But sometimes when I ask him something about like religion or politics, or re- he sure. sometimes says, you know what? I don't want to talk about it because it's upsetting or it's like sometimes he just doesn't want to talk. Or like I ask him about what did your parents fight about? He goes, I don't want to talk about that. So what am I going to do? Hassle him all night. I want to yeah. know what your parents fought about. And then he'll finally say just about parenting stuff, like never anything serious. It's like some things they just are not. I don't know. I, I mean, the rules is about leaving people alone, mm-hmm. whether it's your sister or your mother or like, it's just letting people be who they are.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Even like I see now with parents of, you know, adult children, they're like on top of them. They're right. like, what did you do tonight? What'd you do? How much is your rent? You know, like I try to leave my daughter alone. I really let her be because they don't want, if they have something to tell you, they'll tell you. Like, yeah. So but- it's a, it's a little bit like much sometimes if you're just always asking and yeah. I like the idea of leaving
0: them alone. There's like actually a I wonder if I can find it. There's a quote about kids that I noted for like the future. And it was like, let me see if I can find it. It was like, let I'm going to I'm going to find it. But it was something like if they're quiet, let them be or like some something yes, like that, that. You know, yeah. mm-hmm. if they're quiet. Quiet and playing, or if they're yes, yeah. If they're silent, let them be, right. or something yes. like that. Which I I totally zen. totally agree with. Very zen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, this one I also disagreed with. I didn't. I, this is the last one yeah. I disagreed with. Don't think that marriage counseling is the answer. Uh-huh. So this definitely confused me a little bit because I think that marriage counseling and couples counseling in general, like if you're in a uh-huh. relationship, is so wonderful of a resource for people who have communication issues. Yeah. And I but that's all I'm going to say about it. I want you to hear. I want to hear what you have to say.
1: Usually the woman wants to go to couples counts. I rarely hear about a man that says, hey, honey, want to go to couples counts? Like it's always the woman is obsessed with relationship. Women are obsessed with relationships and men are like they could take it or leave it. So, yes, yeah, sometimes a husband will go along with you because you want to. But it's rare that the guy is in as more is more into it. We just find that sometimes the couple will because we have clients that went to couples counseling and then we they worked with us. They fight at the couple's counseling, like there's no resolution, and the woman doesn't know you're supposed to do rules for marriage. So the woman's breaking I don't know if you saw that show couples or whatever that show time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, watched yeah. like an episode or two. There was a woman who was literally like destroying her husband, like with like lacerating him the whole time. You never play with the kids. You do nothing. You just lay around. You're a bum. Like, and the counselor was just like, keep sharing how you feel. And the Mm -hmm. guy was like slinking in his chair. She's very pretty. He's not that good looking. So maybe he just doesn't care. Right. He just wants to be with her. But I would be like, if you were a client, you're not allowed to say anything negative about him. If you have nothing positive to say, just say nothing. You married him. Shut up. It's right. like this constant complaining and criticize like that's considered OK, like acceptable. And even when we go out to dinner, sometimes a couple will the wife will just complain about her husband right in front of him. And I look at him and he looks he looks like he wants to disappear. He really should stop. Not he shouldn't be eating that right now. He should not be eating that because he put on weight and I think he's going to have a heart attack and I'm going to be a widow and like like all this kind of stuff. And it's like the guy wants just to go out to dinner. He doesn't really want to be right. You know, scrutinized. yeah. So in terms of so our feeling is yeah you can go to couples counseling but the counselor may not tell you that you have to change.
0: Mm-hmm. Like we
1: believe like the woman should do the changing and the man will reciprocate. Interesting. That's we how we feel.
0: Yeah. Well I I'll agree in that like you can only control yourself. Right. For sure. So like whether that's you or your husband who feels that way about himself like we can never expect someone else to change. We can only change ourselves and see what happens. But in terms of like that woman that you just used as an example, who's like, you know, he never helps with the kids. He never does this. That is not stuff that you really know before marriage, right? Like that is, that's the one thing. And that's why I guess, Like, don't find faults with things you knew about when you married him. You didn't know how he would be as a dad. You didn't know he'd be a lazy or Debbie. And Mm -hmm. I have two friends who are getting divorced, who are older. And part of why is because their husbands got like were the more successful person. Then they got lazy because the wife worked and also was successful. And now Mm -hmm. like do nothing. And that Mm -hmm. changed their marriage in a lot of ways. But Again, like, how would they have known when they married them?
1: I mean, I think my Mm -hmm. husband talked nonstop about his nephews. He asked me how many kids. Like, I got a feeling this guy's a family man and he's into kids. So my husband was 100 percent involved in everything with my daughter. And I I don't think you you, that's something you should pay attention to. I mean, when you're dating, if a guy doesn't bring up kids and family and all that, you're going to have a guy that's not as. But the thing is, like, I have some clients, they have two year old sons. And when they call, they're like, he's not playing with the kid. He's watching a a sport. Why isn't he interacting with whatever, Tommy? And I'm like, you can't foresee that he's not going to be like captain of the soccer, of the kids' soccer team. It's like you're looking at him when when a kid is two, the fathers sometimes are not all in because it's like changing diapers and it's kind of boring. But when the kid's five and he's playing soccer or sports, the father's going to get involved. So Mm -hmm. I'm like, mind your own business, like... Don't say, because they'll say to the husband, you're not a very good father. Now, how is he, even if it's true, what is that going to do to the relationship? He's going to feel castrated. He's going to feel emasculated. He's going to feel criticized. And guess what? He's going to play golf. He's going to leave. Like what men do when they feel hurt is leave. Mm -hmm. What what women do when they feel hurt is talk. They want to talk it out. Men just leave. Sometimes they leave completely. Well, toxic men leave. Yeah, toxic men. Immature men, yeah. But I'm just saying... You're not going to like you're not getting what you want. You want him mm-hmm. to be an involved father. You can't make that happen. You just have to see what happens if, if the kid is five or six or seven and he's still not engaged and you'll be concerned. But at two, it's just diapers and dribbling. You know, it's mm-hmm. not really that much for a father to do. Right. So I just find like women are very rash and impulsive.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: He's not a good father. Like, did you marry a monster? Like you didn't know. Like he had a baby with you. I think he wants to be a dad. You know what right, I mean it's like right. Yeah, that's fair.
0: What about rules when it comes to sex? What where do you stand with once let's go back to like in a relationship yeah. before marriage? Yeah. Do you think that it has to be something that the man initiates 100%?
1: Yes. Mm-hmm. I do. But before we go to that, I just want to say one more thing about parenting cuz yeah. I was listening to Michelle Obama mm-hmm. and she publicly said, and he was crazy about her. She didn't want to date him. He had funny ears, bit like a weird name. Yeah. She, she was so not into him that he's crazy about her, right? So she said that she hated him for like 10 years because he wasn't involved with the girls. I mean, he's president of the United States, but he left his socks on the floor. He wasn't involved with the girls. And she decided that instead of hating him, she was just going to work on herself and like self-care and then have like support groups, like her mother, her sister, whatever, people in her life to just mm-hmm. vent to. Right. And that's what we say. Like, if your husband is doing annoying things or he's not playing with the kids, just work on yourself. Go go to the gym and like have a support group of women that you can talk to about this instead of just annihilating him with all your feelings about his behavior. Right. Because what happens is the other thing that women need to be responsible for is that a lot of times we don't trust our kids with our husband because we feel we do better because we're the mother. Right. Like we don't want them to bathe the kid because they'll mess it up or change a diaper because they'll do it wrong. Totally. So we over function and then we blame them for doing nothing. Mm. So women have to take responsibility for all this stuff. But in terms of sex, I just feel like I know that he wants to have sex when he initiates it. Mm-hmm. I don't know that he wants to have sex when I initiate it. So you'd rather just not get yeah, rejected.
0: I, yeah. And that, that goes the same with marriage, you think? I think so.
1: hmm Like how do you know somebody wants to talk about something? They bring it up. Yeah. Yeah. How do I know you wanted me on the show? You asked me. Yeah. Fair, fair. And so you
0: had said one of the rules for being in relationships is, or I guess this is more marriage, but having a date night. So how how exactly does that work? Because that totally falls on him to, to plan. What if like he's the busy one, let's say, and you... Right, right have less going on
1: well my husband's the date night guy he's like restaurants shows he's like booking stuff like yeah yeah yeah. i do absolutely nothing in that department but because that's i'm more of a homebody i'm happy to watch jerry seinfeld on tv i don't have to see him in the theater yeah like i just don't need that yeah but he's all about that whereas i have clients and couple friends where the woman has to do it all but it is still a rules marriage Mm mm-hmm You know what I mean? Like, I think Jessica Seinfeld is booking their dinner dates. Like, I don't think Jerry is actually picking. Right. But they have a very rules marriage. I mean, he was crazy about her. He pursued her. Mm -hmm. So it depends. If your husband's could take it or leave it, you're going to be booking the restaurants.
0: Yeah, totally. Is there anything else that comes to mind? I know that you guys are writing a book for the rules for relationships that we didn't cover when it comes to relationship rules before marriage. But you're in this official relationship. Okay.
1: Yes, we are. So basically, women contacted us to get the guy. Then they got the guy and they wanted to know how to do the rules to get married. And yeah. then we told them that. And now they're like, I hate my sister-in-law. What do I do? Mm. My mother-in-law is annoying. She comes or calls without she she knocks on our door without asking, you know, and they are just like beside themselves. And they like they forget all about the husband. They're like, that was easy. Yeah. How do I get rid of my mother-in-law? Yeah. And we're like, first of all, your mother-in-law has to be treated like the Queen of England. Like there's some things in life that are sacred. You cannot say I hate my mother-in-law. I'm never going to see her like that is just not okay. unless she's like a monster or murderer. Right. You have to see your mother-in-law. You have to manage this relationship. It's like a bad boss, but you have to manage it. Same with a sister-in-law. Yeah, I mean, yes. Mm -hmm. And some sister-in-laws are not
0: that nice. Yeah, we had a really great therapist on actually once who said, and I love this quote, blood deals with blood. Yeah. So, but that means, like, if your mother-in-law, let's say, is being annoying, like, that's for your husband to deal with. He's, she's his mom. Yes. You are not going to go start a fight with the mother-in-law.
1: No. Yeah. But you're going to be lovely. Of course. Yeah yeah i mean etiquette is is really dead mm-hmm. like people are just calling people out like yeah. we have clients where they just tell their mother-in-law i don't like you right i'm tolerating you i married your son but I, i'm really I'm like what like mm-hmm. tmi like that right. you cannot do that yeah that's that's i yeah. agree
0: i i think you just need to be pleasant yeah i'm very lucky that i have a great mother-in-law and sister-in-law but yes. i know some people who don't and right. It slips out sometimes that they don't like them and they treat them like they don't like them sometimes. And it's it's not not good. Yeah. There's this last thing that I want to talk to you about, which is kind of like a rule that I don't want to say I made up, but I came up with through conversations with friends, which is 90 10. And basically what it infers is like in your relationship. And I'm sure that this is rules applicable. You should have 90 percent security in your relationship with mm-hmm. your partner, but you should have 10% insecurity, meaning like you shouldn't think that you can just be like a slob on the couch and they're never going anywhere and vice versa. Yeah. Your husband should be thinking that like they have this amazing catch. And at any moment, like mm-hmm. she can go find someone else. Right. So do you agree with that? And if so, like, how can you continue to perpetuate that split instead of being 100% giving them 100% security.
1: I mean, I think when you're a rules person, you are so involved in your own life. You're not needy. You're not clingy. You're not asking them what time they're coming home. They naturally are drawn to you and always think that you have maybe a better deal. Like my husband would drop when we were dating, drop me off at the gym and say, don't leave with anybody. And I would look at him. I mean, I didn't show it, but I would think to myself, who am I leaving with? Like he had no, because I did the rules, he thought I was the prom queen. Yeah. He had no idea that I had, like, no dates for a month. Like, yeah, yeah. he had no idea what, like, the reality was. Right. Because I didn't call him and I was off the phone quickly. He always thought there were other guys. Mm-hmm. And there were no other guys. Yeah. So you perpetuate just by having a very full life right. and not being insecure, or clingy, or needy, mm-hmm. you know? But there could be other guys, meaning, like, in the courtship period, in there the courtship should be other guys. Until you're exclusive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: hmm I love it. Okay. I'm going to ask you some rapid fire questions. Sure. These we do on our Instagram just like as fun, and I'm curious your take. If a guy is giving you forehead kisses, does it mean that they like you? Yes, or not necessarily? At what state? Married or dating? Like or? dating, yeah. I never. Uh, not great. No? Uh, you don't think they it means that they like you? No, it's very like
1: friendship-y.
0: On a dating app, if you ask someone questions and they respond to you with either a what about you or no follow up question, how many times do you try to engage before giving up one time, two to three times or more?
1: Well, women don't we don't engage. The guy messages us, Messages us. says, hey, you're pretty. I like your profile. And we say thanks. And then he says, what are you doing this weekend or whatever? It's like we're not engaging. They're engaging us. Yeah. And they get four chances to ask us out. Mm hmm. My daughter will say it's a week. Yeah, we just talked about it before. (laughs) But we're like four and we're out because our clients are not 25. They're like 30, 40. They have no time to waste. I hear you. I would ask
0: a question back if they gave me a compliment. I'd be like, thanks. And then a question, but I I understand the strictness. Yeah. Do you think an 8 p.m. date is late? Yes or no? No, it's not late. Would you rather be the more attractive or less attractive one in the relationship?
1: Wow. I like a good looking guy. I don't know. I I would want him to be more attractive, actually. I love it.
0: Is it normal to think other people are cuter than the person that you're dating? I wouldn't want to feel that way. Mm -hmm. In a healthy relationship, should you have a crush on your partner or is it better to simply enjoy their company without that crush feeling? You should have the crush. Agreed. Is it worth it to start dating someone if you aren't 100% that they are the one? I mean, give it three or four dates. Mm-hmm. And lastly, do you think you should wear something trendy or stick to basics on early dates? Trendy. Ooh, I love that. Leather suede. Okay. Mini skirts. Yeah. Amazing. Fringe. <laughs> okay, I love it. So, before we talk about your website and how people can find you, do you have a quote or piece of advice that you can leave our listeners with?
1: Mm. Don't make the first move
0: just don't <laughs> I had a feeling it would be that <laughs> I love that thank you so much Sherry where can everyone okay. find you hear about your upcoming books and schedule a consultation our
1: website is the rulesbook.com and our Instagram is the rules and anyone that mentions this podcast will get a free $150 15 minute consultation phone or email and uh, thank you so much we'll hop on that guys the offer will not last long and you definitely want this consultation Thanks, Shari. Thanks, Lindsay.